This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Well, you're good right? morning. Morning, morning evening, wherever you are. Whatever the time is, whenever you're listening. I would, hope you're well. Yeah, I'm well. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Just recovering, isn't it? It's been a tough old week. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as easy as what we think this life tour, is it, lads? Like, you don't have to get shit-faced, do you? That's no. a choice, that. That's a choice. Yeah. You have a bit of time, though, don't you? Yeah. The, the only problem is, the only problem is, is we've set a precedent now, don't we? If you do one in the light, well, the lads are not drinking. That's not really on that. They've drunk at the rest. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's my excuse, anyway. I blame Chrissy with that, with that bottle of tequila. I know. Well, the thing is, I'm I'm sensible enough to stay away from that stuff. Like you said, you set a precedent now. I know, yeah. Four shots before showtime. <laughs> That's what it was in Sunderland, wasn't it? By the end, I was just sipping it out the bottle. It's, it's not very often, but not often I'm the most sensible in the group, but with this one, I think it's definitely the case. Oh, they've been good, so, though, haven't they? Crowds yeah, have been great. Class. David Wheater at, at Middlesbrough. What an entrance. Showman. What an entrance. He went with the old um, Stone Cold Steve Austin two-can smash, didn't he? It yeah. did. It, it did, bless you. And he said, uh, I said, what about your T-shirt? He said, well, they bought it today as well. So he must not have been bothered about getting it ruined. My only regret from that night is not taking my ball bag to go with my Ultimate Warrior outfit. <laughs> Two stage yeah, dives as well thus far on the tour. Are you happy with your stage dives? I um, feel like you weren't. Sheffield was good. Um, I, I was happy with, with Middlesbrough at the time, but when I've watched it back, in my head, it was Nebworth. Do you know what I mean? When it happened, yeah. it was Tamworth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you give somebody a good kicking in the head as well on your on your uh, exit. Yeah. I've watched the video back. Well, anybody who's been to the live shows, we've got you've enjoyed them. Yeah, Manchester double header coming this week. Thursday, Friday. Are we out afterwards, Friday? I've, 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 well, I've spoke, to, I've spoke to John about this. He said, under no circumstances, am I out on Friday, straight to the Chinese buffet, straight to bed. Fully recharged, fully fueled, ready, ready for a night on the tiles on Friday. Oh, yeah, no, first Thursday I'm doing that. Thursday I'm going straight to Chinese after. Yeah, I'll join you. Yeah, yeah. That, I so that's, I, that's, that's the only thing that will stop me because if I, if I, as soon as I've had a lot of Chinese food, I'll be full and I'll just want to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to them. And then Liverpool. Oh, by the way, after. I'm so unlucky on the Uno's wins. By the way, tied tenth. How many did you get? Uh, seven, I think. Still had a little bit of profit. Yeah, nine won, nine won it, didn't it? Nine won it. A guy on his own again. Took a bag of sand home, bless him. I think he only found out as well when you tweeted it, Chrissy. Did he? A grand in the bank? 
Yeah, he did. He forgot to check his results. He must have had a heavy Saturday night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> picked him up. Yeah. Nice well, little pick me up. I was, I was miles away again. Yeah, I was. I was miles away again. But yeah, like you said, one winner, a thousand pound. And I think there was, was there nine runners up with nine? Yeah, 40 odd quid. Nine, nine runners up with eight, I think. Yeah. Eight, sorry. 40 odd quid a piece. That's not bad, so, is it? Well, if you, have a, if you have a 10 team accumulator and three let you down, you usually lost your fiver, haven't you? That's not the not case. Not with this game. So if you're not getting involved already, we've got another one coming up this weekend. Ten fixtures. Pop your fiver in, get your predictions in. And if you like Rob 4790, getting nine out of ten, right? Thousand pound. Happy days. At least you weren't in the plonkers this week, Johnny. No, no, nowhere near them, mate. See, it's, you might have a couple of bad weeks, you might have one, bad two, three bad weeks, but you only need one good one and, and it all comes to fruition, doesn't it? Well, that one week, I mean, them who them will come second, joint second, they've now got from their fiver, they've got another eight weeks playing that, haven't they? Yeah. Exactly. So if you're not you're downloaded. Get on Google Play, the iTunes store, who knows wins app, and get on the under the costly. We put it on Twitter every week, the, the code to get on, or you can usually just find it by searching as well. You say that, John, but I think a lot of them will have gone for an Indian banquet Saturday night. A £40 Probably, Indian yeah. Banquet. Probably, and just done, done it in and just put another fiver in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. fair play. 20, 20 uh, Patreon payments? More. Yeah, that's another that's 40, that's 40 extra podcasts as well, by the way. Good plug, lads. Good plug. Yeah, it's almost, almost seamless. Almost, almost, <laughs> almost seamless. That was funny, wasn't he? Oh, oh Matt Patterson, old school. I, I hope you enjoyed the first one. The second one is even better, isn't it? The Sheffield, some, some of the stuff at Sheffield United. Well, all of it. I'm not even, I'm not even segregating sections. All of it, but the, there's a Sheffield United story is brilliant. Yeah. You said it's it. Nice. It's starting to come into an era where. Well, me, all of us have, have heard of the lads he's talking about. In the first yeah. one, we were, you know, even though I've, I've, they were hilarious, it's always better when you kind of know know who he's talking about, isn't it? Yeah, I think we need to get some more of them old school ones on. If anybody knows anybody who used to play, who, who tells a good story down the local, please get in touch. Get me old, get me old man on. Oh, aye, get him on. Dust him off. Alan Bomber Brown. Next, he's Will- on next week, so we haven't got a guest. <laughs> will he? <laughs> will he? Will he? Will he? Uh, will he open up, or will he keep the cards close to his chest? Uh, there'll be certain things he'll probably keep close to his chest, but <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to you'll have to leave the room every fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so no, we can put the tequila away in Manchester. I'm, I'm bringing a bottle of vermouth down. What's that? Oh, when you know, you know. You'll know by end of episode. <laughs> I was there and I still don't know what he was on about. Yeah, snap. <laughs> snap. But we've still got some tickets available for Liverpool, Leicester and Coventry. We've had to come yeah. in. There's not many left, mind. Getting quick. And if you are coming to the shows already, I don't know if I should give it away or not, and you, you want to volunteer at the start, make sure you come with a willing attitude. Yeah, yeah. Come no, loaded gun. Don't be standing up with your chest puffed out, and then you've you've got to back it up, haven't you? You've got to give it. Yeah, there's a few. You're all right. You're all right. Stood there like Usain Bolt after he just won Olympics, and then and then running the the hundred meters in in fifteen and a half seconds. It's no. What good. about the guy? What about the guy at Middlesbrough? I've, I've only just remembered now. I forgot all about it. Remember, he had his arms out. Get me up, and then he. He, he shit his pants. He dropped Mike and ran off as at fire exit. I did. Oh, shit, yeah. In like, like lamb. Exactly. I hope he came in for the rest of the show. I don't like to think that he left and never came back. 
Would he needed to back. back in, but he stood at the back. <laughs> Probably wisely. Say so that that would have been me six weeks ago. I think. <laughs> See his later, lads. Not now. Not good. now. Not uh, not Chris Mercury Brown. <laughs> He's up there performing he, like Freddie. He's going to be doing TED talks by the end of this. Chris Brown solo tour. <laughs> He's loving it. Yeah. Oh dear, good fun. Right, should we get Paddy back in then? Ah, right, let's get him in. It's a cracker. So had you started to feel better yourself, like, do you know, when you're saying that the pasta and all the chicken and all that, as a, like your actual self as a player, you think, yeah. can I feel, I feel really good here? 100%, because we bought into it, and we did. We like, After games, we ate proteins and carbs, and before our games, we had lots of carbs, and you could feel yourself getting fitter. But I still believe when you're winning games, it's that mentality, in it? It's a, it's a mental thing. You think, fuck me, winning games, it will go forever. Yeah. So I think it's a little bit of both there. But yeah, 100%. It did educate us. It made us feel a lot better. Yeah. I was um, Owen Coyle. Coyle, the only person who didn't buy into it because he had the shittest dial come across in your life. <laughs> he, would, he, he wouldn't have a pre-match. He had fucking Chris and chocolate boys and Coca-Cola. Fizzy pop. Yeah. Fizzy pop, Coca-Cola, Chris, chocolate boys. I kid you not, he would not eat a good meal. He wouldn't. He was fucking like that. And I know you had it on before this, but he was the head tennis champion. <laughs> and he fucking Coyle. loved it. Oh, he, he, and he, yeah, he needs to commentate on himself as well. <laughs> yeah. Coyle bang, get him. Coyle bang, get him. <laughs> fucking, oh, Coyle. <laughs> Fuck off, Coyle. Have <laughs> a fucking bite. <laughs> you boring fucker. Yeah. So did, did they let him get away with eating Chris and chocolate then? Were he, were he performing well on a... Well, I, I think, I don't think it does you any good long-term, does it? But if you're eating that sort of shit, it's giving, giving you loads of energy. That's why he never stopped fucking talking. I don't know, he used to fuel his fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Coyle, give it a rest, you come. And we were at Aidan Davison because we, we've been told that he's a bit of a wild, a oh, bit of a cracker. Man. Fucking priceless. As I said before, I, I got married early, kids and what so I, When I went to Wanderers, I was 25, mate, so I would like probably mid-senior pro, if you will, Captain Sensible, been eating all my healthy foods. Everything was fucking brilliant. I used to go home and have a few pints now and again with lads who go out with Mr. Weekend. So I was there. But then, Eddie bought an house in Bolton, Bromley Cross somewhere. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, we were going to his house for a housewarming job. No carpets. He won't put carpets down so we don't fucking job because he knew what was going to happen. <laughs> they were going to be full of shit and piss and spook and everything. So, but before we went down, we went to um, Flag in Bromley Cross. Yeah. And Flag used to have a thing it was called Gallon Club and you used to get your name written on a fucking piece of paper if you'd done a gallon. But I was a lager drinker, me. And I could drink a few pints of lager, but it was like two pints of lager and about, I think it was six pints of real ale right up to about 7%. So me, Brownie, Tomo, Eddie's in there and one or two others. One, two, three, four, five. Fuck me. And I'm saving me a lager to last thinking it's going to be my fucking saviour because I can drink it. But 
7%, fucking gone. Mate, gallon done, and we're fucking... <laughs> Name not on the wall. Oh, we're rotten. Oh, no, I've done my gallon. <laughs> All right. I've done my gallon. I lost it in fucking toilet, but I've done it <laughs> But see, this was, so we've done, I've done my gallon, and we've got... And then one of the lads who was with us, um, a couple of punters come in and started so us being a little bit leery, a little bit pissed, and because we're footballers, big farming this lad apparently as well. He walked in and he's at bar giving us a bit of stick. And one of these lads who used to come in with us, they weren't the biggest, he knocked this cunt out, he turned around and went, bang, he dropped this big farmer on the floor. Fucking hell, didn't, didn't see it coming, didn't see him at all. What fucking landlord's gone, you Bolton Wanderers lot, you're a fucking joke. One more pint and you can fuck off, what is? <laughs> <laughs> so, during this time, I've got toilet me. Oh, and I'm, I'm fucking poorly. And I'm sat on the bog, I've got my kex around my knees. And it's coming out of both ends. As I'm throwing up, fucking Aiden bursts into the toilet, puts me on his fucking shoulder, and cuts me off into the fucking border with my ass sticking out. Of <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Let me go! Let me go! Fuck me out! Away! Fuck me, put my pants up! Fuck you! Yeah. And that was it. We got bored. <laughs> Not coming here again, you lot, you fucking idiots. What you saying about uh, McAteer and that nutmegging you and the, you treating him how you, you were treated as a young lad with a... With that kind of thing going on with the with the young lads at Bolton initiations and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and again it got it got stopped with Bruce. Is that when it stopped? It stopped with Bruce, yeah, because you know whatever you've been, you always get young kids. You might whatever initiation you do, you've got to do summer, and some are a bit more brutal than others. So we decided this particular day, we said to the young lads, listen, on Friday come in, you got to stand on a table, either tell a joke or sing a song, and they thought that were it. So they come out, young lads, and fucking stand on a table singing a song like it with dogs bolts, this young lad. Well, we've got this fucking big pot of tea. Remember big urns they used to have with tea bags in, boiling hot. So we get as they're singing, we're flicking fucking tea bags at them and they're fucking hitting them and leaving red marks on the fucking... They were bollock naked, by the way. They have to be naked, I feel about it. And they're bang, fucking bang, and fucking spots all over them, like, fuck me, and then... And then Fucking boot push. Next thing you know, they're fucking on table and they're getting blackballed and the lot. And they're singing, red spots, fucking blackballed. And Bruce come in. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you fucking doing? You can't do that. Get off that table. You lot, fucking ridiculous. It ends here. No more fucking initiations. Bang, that were it. No more initiations. We can't do it anymore. Fuck me, we missed half a kids. Fucking best singers we took home. We missed all the best singers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Can you imagine this? Oh. Imagine going up, like, but, we're but, home. We're home. What, what, have you had a good day at work today, son? Yeah, yeah well, I, I've had to sing Elton John naked. I'm fucking burnt and... Look at my my balls here, mum. Just covered in fucking boot just imagine him in corner pulling his pants on. Oh. Well, we'll make a man of you, son. We'll make a man of you. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. We're crazy, weren't it? Absolutely bonkers, mate. But that were it. Weren't that were it? But it's like I mean, we've spoken about like initiations, probably your generation of and the United Fun and Games, and they yeah. saying, "Oh, we've got a bit too much." But I was with, oh. was PG. It was just a song. You stand up, sing a song, and that's you done. Yeah. But that is another level, isn't it? Oh, getting your fucking boiling tea, fucking boiling tea bags at them. Yeah, it was funny as fuck to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, John, fuck me. Don't let the sun go down on me. How come you missed the playoff final? 
Um, last game of the season playing against Burnley. Um, went to stop a like kicking it down line. Got a near me thigh and um, played on with it. After ten minutes, it happens, but it was dead leg. You know, it's like with dead legs. You play on, don't you? It's gonna. I'll run it off. It'd be fine. Excuse me. So we get through game, and at the end of game, we're going to an hotel because it's last game of the season before playoffs. We're going to an hotel of some lads and some girls to have a meal and a few beers. And we sat, I remember we sat down and it, it weren't going away. And I'm thinking, fucking hell, we're getting sore. And I only had about five or six pints. And I've gone to, my missus with us and all the girls with us. I said, I need to speak to physio here. So I phoned you and up and I've gone to you and you and this fucking leg's getting worse. It feels like it's swelling up. He said, hey, I'll phone you back in 10 minutes. He phoned me back in 10 minutes. Went right, Beaumont Hospital were just a mile down the road, which is what we always use for all private stuff. Met your way to Beaumont Hospital and Banks, you'll come and see you. Now, Banks, who were our sort of resident fucking surgeon, if you will, you know, he'd done a couple of them before. So I went down to see Banksy and he come in, took Seedor up, he'd been in a wedding. He said, I'm glad you're here. I've been in a wedding, it was fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on bed last. I said, What about this? And he looked at me, he went, Yeah, hematoma, son, I'm going to have to cut you. And I'm like, It's fucking playoffs. We're playing Wolves in playoffs. I said, I'm going to have to cut you. I said, but I can't cut you yet because you've still got alcohol in your system. So And I have. <laughs> yeah, for a fucking point, I said, I'm fucking worried about you, the more you're worried about me. So anyway, it gets about midnight and I wake up morning after and I've got this fucking bandage around my leg and I've got a pipe sticking out of it drain. I'm on bed and he comes in, banks you and how are you feeling, son? So I'm fucking, you know, I'm, I'm all right, but what's it like? He said, oh, I would have bad one. He said, I cut you, he said, from my knee right up to my fucking hip. It's about a 14 inch scar. When I cut you, he said, that's why it jumped out an operating table. You've, you've done your um, one of your quads. Stitched it up, put it back in, son. Two more operations, you'll be right. Because if that's swollen, they couldn't stitch it up. So I'm there for a couple of days, and then Banksy come into us, and he went, there's someone here that I want you to meet. And fucking door opened, and Tony Corton come wheeling himself into my room. Goalkeeper, Tony. Goalkeeper, yeah, big Tony from City. A week previous... He'd done exactly the same. He got his thigh done, but went home and his physio didn't know about it. He nearly died. He got the fucking blood clot job. They rushed him into hospital. Banksy cut him and, you know, he was okay. And so we sat around the crack and what have you. And Banksy says, I've been in this game for 25 years and I've never done a hematoma on a thigh. And I've done two in a fucking week. Yeah. And he says, that's why when I saw you, I know I had to cut you. So he told me last week. I've never heard of doing that, have you? For a dead, like a, no. a bad dead leg? Well, it's just like it's a blood clot. So that's a, in order to get the blood clot out, they slice you and let it, let it all out before it starts going down your body. And he said, just cut you, because you've got your quads in there, and I say, cut you. He said, it just, it just fell out on fucking tail. He said, put it back in, sort it out. But oh, it, uh, funny, as, as daft as it sounds, Alex, the, the, the thing I meant about that is, Blackburn won Premier League that year. And we got promoted to Premier League that year. So when I was led in bed at Bowman's Hospital, I was watching fucking Colin Henry lift the fucking trophy up. So I was fucking chuffed to fuck. And then obviously we beat Wolves and then we went down to Wembley and we beat Reading in final and, and we got to Premier League ourselves. So for me to watch them go with Premier League and then, then for us to get promotion to Premier League, it was absolutely awesome. <coughs> Knowing that I'd be playing against them in Premier League that following season yeah and did you did you start I, I did yeah 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 hey we're, we're first game of Wimbledon away um, Bruce had gone to Arsenal 
and yeah. he went on to sign Bergkamp, etc. But then Toddy took over with Colin. Toddy took over with Roy McFarland. We played at Wimbledon first game of the season away, and I'm in team. And I'm thinking, fuck me, I'm in team. But I'm playing centre midfield, which I've always wanted to play, and I played there quite a lot before that. So we've gone down Wimbledon, and I've I've set a goal that we've got to beat three two. And I thought it ain't bad this Premier League stuff. It's not as fucking as bad as I thought. And then we played Newcastle at home, got to beat three one. You know, all the ass out of us, and I'm thinking it's a bit tougher than a fucking thought. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I played about twelve games in Premier League. Yeah. But then we played we played Blackburn on Burnham Park. I'm playing against Alan Sheer. I'm playing against fucking Big Colin. I'm playing against lads. I'm playing against fucking great players, and I'm playing against my team. And I'm playing against some of them fucking idiots from Riverside that used to watch me at Blackburn. Yeah. Who are here probably watching the game at Burnham Park? I'm also, my mates are there as well, so I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to fucking have a good game. I've had a worldie. It's one apiece. I'm going to get a free kick out on right wing. I fucking whip it in and fucking stubs your eyes above Colin Henry. Boom. Fucking 2-1. Fucking get in. We beat him 2-1. Fucking get in. And I don't regret it to this day. Black with my team, they just want fucking title. Yeah. I was playing one of my 13 games in Premiership against my fucking team that I love. Fantastic. One of them, minute you could either, you either have a worldie or an absolute shock there, yeah. It, it, yeah, yeah. I imagine. Yeah, and unfortunately, it was, yeah, mm. cut away, yeah. Um, goal in Premier League as well, didn't you? You get a goal in Prem. I think that down at Liverpool, weren't it? Yeah. Aye, penalty. I think that one down at Liverpool. <laughs> you remember your English teacher's name, but you like, you're unsure where you scored your goal. Yeah, it was Liverpool, I think. <laughs> <laughs> did I not score two? No, I scored two. one, didn't I? <laughs> no, it a fucking penalty in Cop, I think, weren't really? it? Yeah, we got a big 5-2 and he dragged me off, Toddy. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking dragged you know why he dragged me off? <laughs> oh, we, we got a big 5-2. We took a penalty. I scored a penalty, fucking bang, getting brilliant. Then Jamie Nandnep gets ball at the edge of his own box. And me, a little rush of blood, I fucking dived in, didn't I? Bump, bump, bang, fucking, I think Robbie Fowler scored four. And so Toddy pulls me off. I'm thinking, I'm having a good game here. And I was doing all right. And because I fucked up and we're getting beat, I'm, yeah, fuck knows. I knew that would begin to end. And so I'm coming off and Sammy Lee, who, who's back at Liverpool now, was going to his fucking old paddle because I played with him at Bolton. He went, you're having a good game, that I can't believe why. Why's he took you off? I thought, that'll do for me. And then... A few weeks later, and a couple of weeks later, um, we played Norwich at home in a League Cup game. And um, Sasser Church used to play for us. Now, you know Sasser's a character. To play alongside, I mean, Premier League, it was a fucking nightmare because it was like running up a one-way street because that's all they fucking did. He never come back. He just went that fucking way. <laughs> yeah. and, and he did. But he was a great player. And he'd get it, and he'd give it, and he'd, he'd go and fucking join in, and everyone loved him at club. But when it's coming this way, you were like, fuck me. So anyway, penalties. Sasser's got a penalty to put us through, misses it. They scored a penalty. I've got a penalty to keep us in it. Changed my mind, went that side instead of that side. Bring guns got down and medical save. We've come off on a Tuesday night. Went in on Thursday morning. Toddy pulls him in. He went, Paddy, it's got nothing to do with you missing a penalty, son. But I need a centre forward. I want Nathan Blake from Chef United. And Howard Kendall wants you to go up there and pull them out of the shit that they're in because at times they're bottom of the league. They've just been taken over by Mike McDonald. And I knew I weren't going to get many games in Premier League. And to be fair, he said to me, we'll pay you up. What are you, are you signing on fees? 
I run nine hundred quid a week, and I think we're on about twenty five or thirty grand, twenty five grand signing on fee, something like that. He said, "Well, you're twenty twenty five grand that we owe you, but will you go and speak to Howard?" Well, I thought to myself, if I were Kendall's manager of Sheffield United, there's something fucking happening here. So I didn't hesitate. So I got in my car, went up to Wakefield, sat down. Howard walked in with Adrian Heath and Charles Green, the the chairman. Hey, up, Paddy, how are you? So long time no see. Had a crack and what have you. F- fucking hell. We want you to come and help us dig us out. Shit, we're bottom of the league, championship. I said, not a problem. So I'm thinking to myself, if our Kendall's at Sheffield United, he's going to be signing players and these players are going to be good players. So they're going to be on thousands a week. I'm on £900 a week. So I'm going to straight in, my first bid's going to be fucking two grand a week. So he we sat down, he went, right, let's get started. I went like that, he went, I know you're on 900 fucking pound a week. <laughs> Fuck me, that put me on back foot. I went, how do you know that? He said, because I've been speaking to fucking Toddy. So what do you want? So now I'm thinking, fuck's sake, where do I go from here, right? Two and a half year deal, I went, I'll have 1,200 quid a week. He went, right. 1,400 quid a week, second year, right? And then 1,600 quid a week, third season. I went, not a problem, son. And I'm like sinking in my chair thinking, I'm selling myself out here. I'm selling myself to fucking thousands. <laughs> What are I signing on fee? And I know you're on 20 fucking five grand a year at Bolton. <laughs> I fucking done me a kipper. I went, oh, fucking 30 grand a season. Right, 90 grand over three years. Shake my hand on it. And so I'm thinking, right, before I shake your hand, can I make a phone call? I'm not agents, but can I make a call to Vince O'Keefe? And Vince were working for PFA then, sort of free, uh, freelancing agent for people. So I've gone on phone to Vince. I've gone, oh, by the way, as I'm fucking standing up, by the way, in this hotel... I looked over my shoulder and Colin Todd sat in corner with Roy McFarland, Gordon Hargreaves, the chairman. <laughs> put it fucking numbers up. Blakey. 900 quid a week. Blakey. 25 agents. It must have been like that. Oh, I'm back I'm going, lower. <laughs> <laughs> so they were doing it there for Blake Neil in the same room. Fucking same room. Oh, and he had his agents and I'm like, fuck me, I felt like a schoolboy. Anyway, so I got on phone to Vince. I went, Vinny, I'm up in Wakefield with Howard. Uh, he wants to sign me. What do you reckon? He, well, what's he fucking saying like? I said, well, 12, 14, 16, 90 grand over three, two and a half years. And what do you reckon? I'm thinking that he'll know some insides into the club and who's on what because he's an agent. He's gone to me, Paddy. I went, yeah. He went, you're just a fucking kid from Darwin's son. Snap his fucking hands off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake, cheers. I've been done all the place. I'm going to so I went, right, shake me fucking hands. He went, shit, you're not going to let me down, are you? I went, no, nah, I promise you won't let you down. He said, right, he said, now fuck off home, get your gear, come back up here tonight, our hotel in Sheffield, and we'll have a drink. So I went home, told Mrs. I said, we're going to Sheffield. She went, I'm not fucking going to Sheffield. <laughs> Kids were still young, like, so. Yeah. It was one of them. I sort of, I sort of looked at going in between, but, you know, so things were a little bit fucking like that. Anyway. It's mad, by the way, that you're signing for 1,200 quid in the championship at the bottom of it, mm. and you're on 900 quid in the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah, it's money. But I mean, I think obviously Bolton have just got there and they were signing players like Sasa, you know, and good players. They've been on a few grand and what have you. I think Tomo went on a few grand before they sold him to Villa, to be fair, because they had six You think he would have been player. one at lower, lower earners uh, uh, who, who, at Bolton who at the time? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, listen, it didn't bother me. I, would, I played in Premier League. Mm, that that yeah. was my dream. I, I'd achieved it. When I was a kid, all I wanted to do was play in big league and I'd achieved that so... Money weren't that important to me, that, not that much anyway. But then, you know, when I went to Sheffield and, and 
Um, I went back to back to Sheffield that night. Went in hotel with Howard Inchy, and they just got me pissed. And I thought, fucking brilliant. And, and I, I remember actually something fucking weird. Just screwing that diet sheet up. That you had from oh yeah, it went. It did. That's a true story. It went from fucking that getting up there with and back to out school with Howard because that's what Howard was. Which did you prefer? The crack with Howard were brilliant. The old school when he when he took us out and how he did it. The old school, but. And a massive respect for him because he did it that way, didn't he? But with Bruce, he educated us so. I, I were educated. So it were up to me then, weren't Probably it? Probably got you them games in the Premier League. 100%. 100%. You know, he made me captain, which I captained them. I two net winning FA Cup. Yeah. Then FA Cup runs, you know, I were captain then. He talked about earlier saying your dad, were your dad proud? He told me many years later when I walked out with Oinband and Anfield, many years later, he told me he cried. Yeah, man. He said, when I seen you coming out, I went on band on at Anfield. He said, I fucking cried, I shed a tear. I went, fucking cheers, Dad. I said, no, shut up, you let me fucking cry. <laughs> 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 but yeah, and, uh, you know, he was so very proud. But then, yeah, we did get educated. He went to Sheffield, we hour again. And it'd been a long time since I'd seen him, and it was fantastic. Paul, be Paul Beasley, No, no, Beasley are gone now. Yeah, we, I sort of went in there with some of the old lads from, from Harry's time. You know, John Gale was still there, Charlie Whitefield, Kevin Gage. Fucking Kevin Gage, by the way. <laughs> Talking about getting fucking smacked on pitch. I think I might be playing for Blackburn. It might have been Bolton against against Blades up at, up at Blades. And I'm running down left wing. And Kevin Gage pulled his fucking brakes on. And I was at balls at the other side of the pitch. And I just pulled his brakes. And I'm thinking, oh, he must have done his hamstring. I got to the side of him and he went, fucking bite my head to me fucking ear. Drop me. <laughs> fucking hell, what are you doing, you <laughs> bastard? <laughs> fucking, I, fucking ears ringing. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ears like that. You bastard. So when I signed for him, like, I've gone to him, do you remember when you fucking hit me? He, 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 he said, yeah, he would have fucking belted me. Poison, poison. I remember playing on baseball ground for reserves when I was at Blackburn and Arthur Cox was manager of Derby and Sacco came with us. And the same thing happened. I'm playing on left wing. Someone's played ball into me. As ball's coming into me, I've got right back on my shoulder there and he's trying to get in front of the ball. So I fucking done him in his gut and doubled him up, ran round him, crossed it, we scored. Fucking hell. And Sacco were laughing and Arthur Cox were going, yeah, you, you little fucker. Ten minutes later, I went on fucking floor. Ball at this side of the pitch, this right back and fucking dropped me. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I jumped up like, shut me out, I jumped up and I started running up fucking line after him and half a cocks and Sacco's gone, hey, fucking leave you little cunts. <laughs> <laughs> what goes around comes around. It? <laughs> it's just totally mad. I, I mean, know. this is, even before I, us, I mean, that never really happened when we played, did nah. it? Nah. People oh. are getting sparked out on the pitch. Yeah. Oh, no I'm chance. Back so yeah. All good intentions, like, yeah, so you're in the tunnel. Out and all that. Yeah, no, no. You're talking about people yeah. hitting people on pitch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, funny. Imagine that. Now imagine fucking Ronaldo running out left wing and someone off ball went banging his ear. I've you come. Get sent to fucking jail. <laughs> but to be fair, the one thing I think about, I, I don't really get on with Premier League football nowadays. It's not my kettle of fish, and it really isn't. The one thing I do really appreciate about it and agree with is the fact that. When you knock a ball into somebody's feet, they can't come through back it anymore. If you're strong enough to look after it, you, you, I mean, back in them days, if it weren't a bad, bad tackle, but it were a bad tackle, it were free. And referees said to didn't they? Hey, that's your first one, son, that's your free one, no more next one, you didn't book. Yeah, nowadays, isn't it? nowadays, it's fucking like, God, you yeah, can't yeah. do that. For me, it's like a, you, you can equate it to going into work and somebody fucking twatting you. 
because they want to. You can't do that. You get sacked for it. Yeah. So why should you be able to do it as a footballer to yeah. try and disgrace somebody? Oh, Janice just only giving you one sugar again, so you're fucking two fotter. Enjoy your time at Sheffield United. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, we're fantastic. Two years overall. It, we, like two, two and a half years. I mean, ups and downs to be fair. I mean, where I left the club, played Aston Villa in, to, in fourth round at FA Cup. And it was a live game on Sunday. And I don't mean remember you not, but Dwight York chipped Alan Kelly from a penalty. 1996, whatever it was. Yeah. It was amazing, it was brilliant. But leading up to the game on, on Thursday, I always say, so right, lads, what we're going to do, we're going to, uh, we'll train on Friday. We'll come in Saturday morning, do a bit of light stuff. Get yourselves away home, local lads, and you lads from over the other side of the mountain, fucking get in a hotel. That was me, Whitey, Vonky, Sid Cowans from the other side, uh, Lee, Lee Sanford. So it comes Saturday morning. I drive over to Worsley to meet Whitey and Vonky. We jump in Whitey's four before, and we come over at Tops, and it's snowing like fuck. And we're thinking, game could be off here. The game was worth a lot of money to the club at the time when they didn't have a lot. Mike McDonald just took over, but the club were in debt. So we got out to Tops, we're driving into Sheffield, and snow's about that deep on the side. And we're thinking, this is Saturday, game's Sunday afternoon, and we're thinking it's going to be off. So we get down into the ground, nobody turns in, apart from us lot. So there's about four or five of us in gym, at tennis. Hutchinson didn't turn up, he was in a fucking hotel, he was in a smaller hotel in, in, uh, in Sheffield, Hutch. And he didn't turn up. I thought he could have walked down the lazy fucker, but it's not what you know what I mean. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we, we trained. We went to our hotel, me, Sid, Whitey. Half past 12, hotel, and it's fucking that deep on pavement now. Two pints of lager and a pint of Guinness. Boom, boom, boom. Two pints of lager, pints of Guinness, and a fucking cigar. Five pints in, cigar gone, food eaten. Whitey's gone, right, I'm going now, lads, I'm going to the room, right. So me and Sid are sat there, so I've gone to Sid. Let's phone Hutch, tell him game's off. It were off, it were that deep in snow. So we got on the phone to Hutch, up at Swallow. Hutch, what? What are you doing? Nothing. Come down to our hotel. Snowing like fuck, game's going to be off. Now I'm not coming down, because you know me, Paddy. I'll come down, I'll fucking do something, I'll get found out, because Hutch always got found out. It run about... 18 months earlier, he was in fucking paper with Budweiser Matt on his dick hanging out outside the pub somewhere. With that one. <laughs> when he was a loophole. <laughs> so, fuck, he said, nah. anyway, he come down eventually. And we'd had about six pints by now. And it was split level, this this hotel. And other side of us, 20 yards across the door, there were a young couple just having a bit of something to eat. And then an older couple came in, as such came in and sat just below us. So what has gone, says, what have you been drinking? We said, well, we've had um, about six pints. Where to? Six double vermouths. Well, I knew what? He says, six double vermouths. Oh, and a pint of lager. So he's lined these six fucking doubles up as such. What's the vermouths? It's a fucking like a shot. It's a right strong shot. But it's the fucking doubles. It's something you drink when you're on your fucking holidays. You know, <laughs> dentist turn out shit. Oh, it's poison. <laughs> Such has gone. We're in fucking 45 minutes. These vermouths have gone. He's had his fucking pints, and now he's got seven pints. And he's getting a bit rowdy, he's such. And, uh, I'm not surprised after six vermouths. Oh, he, he, he <laughs> smashed them down. He's smashed them, so he's gone, right. He's way, the game's not officially off yet. Oh, no. No, we were just surmising it. We decided it was fucking off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, the game's off, isn't it? Me and Sid have gone, yeah, it's off now, fuck it. So, um, another cigar, I'm not having fucking. Oh, goes for a piss. 
Now, it's a ceramic floor and there's like saloon doors and, and then toilet. After a couple of minutes, he's gone, he's been a bit rowdy. So I've said to this couple, old couple at the bottom of us, I went, listen, I'm sorry about the noise we're making. We should have a game tomorrow, but it's going to be called off. This fellow went, don't worry about it. I'm a Sheffield United fan. I can see it's going to be off. Enjoy yourselves. Oh, not a problem then. Which comes through these fucking saloon doors on his knees, <laughs> 20 yards across floor, comes up with this other couple having a meal in the afternoon. They're finishing the meal, ready to go. He stands up and he just said something to him, pissed this fellow off. Fucking idiot, you, I know who you are, you're a prick, but no bum. Oh, fucking whatever. So he's got to the door, this fella. Oh, he's just come back with us, he's got a bread bun. He's hit this fella from 25 yards back of his head, bang. <laughs> fucking fella's going to turn around, he went, I know who you are, I know who you fucking are. So we've gone to Hutch, fucking Taxi, Hutch, fuck off. So we got Hutch away, <laughs> and this old couple, they saw us having a bit of a giggle and what have you. But we don't know whether Hutch went straight back to Swallow or went out on piss. Because when we met, Morning after, we woke up. I remember waking up. We, we, we'd done about double figures. I think we got about 11 pints, 12 pints, something like that. And I'm in, I'm in bed and, and turned telly on, and then it's Desnum Lynham. Don't miss FA Cup round four this afternoon. Aston Villa versus Sheffield United. They've worked miracles on the pitch from round the ground. <laughs> There's no snow. And Gordon Cowans will be starting for Sheffield United <laughs> with a resurgent fucking Howard Kendall as manager and sits in fucking bathroom. I've got the six fucking games on here. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out to the fucking bathroom. We go, oh my God. What are we going to do? We're with fucking pints of fucking water. But to be fair, I mean, you know, we knew we, Aston Villa, Premier League, playing against good players. We thought, for me, but Sid had been there experience. And I'm thinking, you know, we're old enough to get around it. So 12 o'clock tips up. Um, we're all downstairs, we're at pre-match. No signs of Hutch. <laughs> <laughs> Alarm bells straight away. So he's on phone to him and, and fucking hell, no signs. Although does he think the game's off? Because you've told him it's off. Well, I don't know, but we, for all we know, he could be sleeping in a snow pile somewhere. Yeah, you know, yeah. He went to that pace, but we don't know. So we're, we're thinking, fuck me, we don't want to get caught. So we managed to make a couple of calls and we fucking smuggled him in round the back entrance. We've got him into our room. He, he's fucking gone. Doing nothing there. <laughs> Are you alright? What? It's like, you know, I went, right, fucking room. Sorted him out. Sat him down on the table, pretty much. Feeding him fucking sports mixtures and pouring <laughs> water down. He's fucking all sorts. So we got to the ground. I was gone, right. Boom, boom, boom. Hutch up front. Whitey, Paddy, Sid, middle of the park. Not a problem. Ten minutes into the game, which gets a chance, gets up, heads it. It would, it would be a good chance, but it would be a bit unlucky, like. But <laughs> then he stopped feet. fucking running. He couldn't move. And we're like, Hutch, just fucking move. <laughs> Get on fucking move. And Hutch is like, half time comes, he scored that penalty, Dwight York. Half time comes, <laughs> Gaffer's gone. Hutch, go and get a shower, son. Come and see me tomorrow and tell me why you're playing like you've been on fucking piss yesterday. So straight away, me, Sid and White, looked at each other, we've gone, a bit of bother, someone's fucking bubbled us here. I bet it was that fucking hotel that oh, shit on the back of head with fucking bum. <laughs> so we finished game, now tell us we say we put a right good performance in, and then um, on Monday we got him. You get beat? Got beat at 1-0, yeah. Nil. But it was a good performance. I mean, we played really well. And we got him Monday morning, and Hutch oh, just come in changing rooms, he went, Paddy, fucking Gaffey wants us, you, 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 four of us. So we've got into Gaffey's office. 
And because I've known Howard since I was a kid, I said to the lads, let me do talking. No problem. <laughs> Fucking hell. So I went into the office and I was gone, right, where were we on Saturday? I said, well, Gaffer, to be fair, we fucking come over the tops through a fucking mountain of snow. We got to ground, we trained, and then we thought the game was going to be off. So we got to the hotel and we had a couple of pints. We went, fucking stop, son. He went in his drawer and pulled fucking Boyble out, didn't he? <laughs> fucking 11 pints, fucking lager, 11 pints again. It's 11 pints of lager, two pints of lager. And what the fuck is vermouth? <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck's the moon? <laughs> <laughs> he's just gone, right. And this is this is the man. This is the greatness of the man. Right, we were fucking second bottom. I'm not going to find us now, but I'm going to wait for a couple of months and we'll see how we progress. So he let us go and we went out and we played the fucking skins off for him. Um, within two or three months, we were, we were up here. I think we finished ninth that season from bottom. So, round about March, maybe, early April, he pulled us in forward of us. He said, Hey, lads. He said, We've decided what we're doing. He said, We're going to find you 350 quid a piece. So, we've got 1400 quid in Kitty. We're going to go to Norton at the top of Sheffield on Wednesday. You lot of fucking pain. How's that sound? I thought, fucking marvellous, brilliant, got away with it. We got a fucking house on the back of it. I said, right, <laughs> go and tell all the lads to book their hotels, we're staying up there for the day. So anyway, we get us up to Norton, and we're all sat around at the top. Again, it's two tiers, it's up there and down here, down in the area by, and we're all sat around, and I was gone. Right, everyone's got to stand up, tell a tale, tell a joke. Everyone's got a cigar outside of them. If you want a cigar, you can have it, as long as you tell a tale and a joke, fucking sorted. So we've had a few beers, all done, we retired at the bar earlier. We have a centre-half called Doug Hodgson playing for us. Big Australian lad. As fucking daft as they come. I mean, when you said put it in Rosehead, he loved putting it out at ground. Rosehead weren't good enough for him. He was a fucking <laughs> hammer thrower, but effective. So Dougie's at top bar. And he starts throwing knives and forks at us. For crack. We had a few beers, and so we've got beer mats up and we're fucking bouncing and off. <laughs> no, you big daft cunt, you couldn't hit a fucking buzz house with banjo, you. <laughs> Simon Tracer's outside, it wasn't Tracer's gone. This is getting out of hand. I've gone, Tracer, it's right, don't worry about it. He said, no, it's getting out of hand. He needs to stop it. So Tracer's got up and walked towards Dougie. And Dougie's two steps on top of this area where Cuddly is. And Tracer's gone like that, put one foot on the first step. And then he's gone, fucking stop it. And Dougie's gone, fuck off, Australian boy, fuck off. Boom, boom. He's gone on second step. Dougie fucking kicked him in his head twice and fucking cleaned him out. Turns out, back in Australia, he was a fucking kickboxer in a fucking door. And Dougie, we found out later, he's clean Trace out. <laughs> bang, bang, fucking dead. <laughs> fucking Trace, he's not floor like that. So, fucking hell, Dougie. So, Gaffer is this commotion. He's gone to me, Paddy. Get up here. So I've gone up at the fucking room where it's staff are, and he's gone, what's going on? And I said, well, we're having a bit of fun, like, and Dougie went a bit far, but, but Trace tried to stop it, and Dougie just gave him a belt, like. He said, well, they deserve it. I said, well, it were funny, to be fair. He went, mate, well, get on with it then. Play on. <laughs> play on <laughs> Trace, angry as fuck, has come round. He's gone outside for his fucking nine iron and come in, come in pub with it. He wanted to play golf with Dougie's fucking head with his nine iron. He was like, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> to get a grip on him and get him. God, Trace had lost it. He'd have killed him. Got him out. But 
Yeah, we paid for that. 1,400 quid, right? Good piss up it, was By the way, how did, um, how did we find out, Kendall? Well, we thought it was the, the geezer in, the, in the boy, the, this is the bread bum fella, yeah, we thought he's gone straight down and gone bum bum. But now, nah, the couple, the old couple that we sat outside of us, it turns out, in, as we were coming out to the gaffer's office, I've said, by the way, gaffer, I said, how did you find out about it? And he's gone, well, that old couple that we sat outside here, he said he's a director at the club, son. <laughs> <laughs> We've only been there for three, four weeks. We no fucking idea. <laughs> if the fucking, I was saying, even the fucking said she was, listen, lads, I'm a director of Sheffield United, we could have carried on fucking better in another pub, go me, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't as we kip him. Yeah. You said he was half joining in with a crack and no, it was laughing funny, and stuff. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Fuck me. <laughs> Cheers, <laughs> mate. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. That you went on loan to South End. Yeah. Um, so what happened to, in the process of your? Because obviously you you captain mm. FA Cup run and then yeah. you went out on loan. Well, I, I think what happened was that, um, he signed Nick Emery from Oldham, and Nick Emery were similar to me in a way, but he were he were a better player than me. He didn't have my ability to drop a shoulder and, and change direction, but Nicky were a he were a fucking solid lad in middle at Park, and he had. Premier League experience of quite a lot of it. He signed Nicky. <clears throat> and straight away I thought, right, possibly it could be me, it could be someone else. We played a live game on a Friday night down at Barnsley. I think we were about fourth or fifth in the league at the time, so we're doing all right. So we're going down on Friday night and on coach and, and Howard's pulled me to front of Buzz. And he's going, listen, uh, Paddy, he said, um, you've done fucking brilliant for me. He said, you've done really well for me. I really appreciate what you've done, but now you can go. Right. What as blunt as that? Boom. But you can go. Pay up. What we owe you. But you've done such a good job for us. I appreciate it. But you can find yourself another club. Fuck me. I was like, a bit gobsmacked really. But when I look back at it, I'd much rather somebody be like that. Yeah. Because if some some managers, as you had to know, they'll fucking drag you all over the place wanting you to go a requesting so you'll relinquish your fucking signing on for Yeah. And footballers, that was the biggest bugbear for footballers. You'd never really got relinquished your signing on fee. So I've gone to him, right, if that's how it is, Gaffer, not a problem. So I went back into training, but then um, I got the chance to go down to um, South End with Ronnie. We played against South End early in the season, and I had a right good game. Ronnie's Gaffer, so Ronnie's gone, so he's right, you know, um, I fancy it, you know, come down and play for us. So I went down and I used to travel down. I used to get on, I used to get in my car on a Sunday afternoon and drive. And, and I never knew traffic was that bad on a Sunday night. It was horrendous. <laughs> it was fucking stupid. But I used to get down there, I'd spend a few nights down there with Ronnie and then um, and come back home. Go down, play, come back home. And I did it for the end of the season, which was probably down about 
two months, maybe, something like yeah. that. But then I remember telling Ronnie a story when we went down with Bolton to South End about two years earlier, something like that. And what had happened, we'd gone down, Bruce had took us down um, South End. We stayed at, we stayed in a place called Oyser, and it had a place called Oyser Hall, which was 20 miles outside of South End. And it was a big old building. And apparently a year's gone by, a bit of royalty stayed up in top, and it was a fucking massive king-size bed. We all draped over and everything. So we stayed in this hotel this, uh, this night. So Bruce said to all lads, listen lads, We'll meet upstairs in Royal Suite uh, later on and we'll have a bit of fun, you know, not, not boozing, but just meet it all. What it was, he put the, the two the two futures at club, he put them together upstairs, which round Stubbs and Jason McAteer. So we give them the Royal Suite to make them feel fucking good. So we went upstairs and as we went upstairs, we're having crack and what have you, fucking wardrobes burst open and Aidan Davison jumps out with this fucking negligee on. Bolt and naked, negligee, tight as fuck, and Aidan with a big fucking lad. Room out fucking room, fucking negligee on, we're fucking pissing ourselves, we're fucking brilliant. I go crack on what have you. So I'm telling Ronnie this story, and Ronnie's gone to me, that was my fucking wife's negligee. <laughs> what? He said, yeah, he said, my fucking wives. He said, we were staying in fucking hotel until you lot come. We had to move out until you fucking went. So when we come back, we fucking negligee were ripped to bits on fucking floor. He <laughs> <laughs> was fucking hating. Hating is fucking running down like this. So that happened 12 months before. That would be, yeah, 12 months before, yeah, because he was staying. And I went down and went, fucking bro. I said, you should have seen it, Ronnie. I said, by the way, she's got good taste, you're missing. <laughs> no, so, yeah, I went down there for, in fact, Again, they offered me the same money, so I, I was contemplating going down and moving down there. Again, we're getting a little bit back into my career-ish. And then... How old are you here? Well, then I'd have been... I'd done me five years at Bolton, so that would be 30. I'd have been around about probably th about 31, something like that, 30, right. 31, I think. And uh, running were brilliant. All we did were train. And you can imagine what sort of training it were because of his time back at Liverpool, might you? Train, golf, train, golf, local pub, train, golf, beer. And it was great. I loved it. It was fucking brilliant. The only worst thing about it were, were the travelling. But that was all part and parcel. I didn't mind that. And uh, I remember um, saying to him, I'll sign for you. And he went, brilliant. Last game of the season, we're driving home and I get a phone call off him. He said, Pato. i what? He said, I've just been fucking sacked. <laughs> <laughs> so he got the bullet. And then... The following season, um, I ended up back at Sheffield United where Nigel Spikeman became manager because I would went to Everton on his third spell and Spackers with manager. So did you go back thinking it was a clean slate and you might get another chance at, at playing? Um, not 100% no because me and Nigel fell out in his first few weeks at fucking club when I would sign him. I think I would brought him down in, in 96, the, the second season I was there. And we went abroad. We took us abroad. It took us some fucking weird places. Went to Borneo. Two weeks in Borneo pre-season. It was under degrees. We had the pre-season in fucking swimming pool. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was that fucking hot. So half of us were in swimming pool doing silly head tennis stuff and other half we were doing little runs, swapping over, swapping over. But in the middle of nowhere. But anyway, um, me and Phil Starbuck room together and this particular night we're walking past 
in hotel going back to our rooms. We had a few beers. He'd let us have a few beers. And the gaffer's door were a joy. And so me and Stibes, well, you don't miss that fucking opportunity, do you? <laughs> that is an opportunity, isn't it? So me and Stibes were stood there fucking listening. And the, this is like the picking fucking team for the season. And Spackers getting a big say in it. And Spackers is going, yeah, Don Hutchinson, yeah, fucking, uh, yeah, Paddy, not sure about him. Fucking bastard. I'm on my way. So is Spack, Spack a player at this point? It is Borsima's player, coach. Right. I think he brought him with mine because I think I would knew somewhere down the line they were going to move on and give Spackman his opportunity. And me and Stibes have looked at each other and went, that's not right, mate, is it? Right now he's bang out of order. How the fuck can he get in team before me? He's fucking 36. He's got chicken legs for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? He can't fucking run. And that that's what, that's what we used to call Spackers, fucking chicken legs. <laughs> Spackers were all right. He used to come in with his fucking Armani suits on and his Visage suits on and his gear on. He used to, and this is where his banter, to be fair. Hey, fucking hell, boys. Fucking what you reckon to this? He's wearing his fucking Armani. I'm doing my fucking Greenwoods, you know what I mean? <laughs> and fucking neck suits. And you think, how do you think about, feel about that? So we're like, fuck off, Spackers. <laughs> so anyway, we've gone. Right, he's getting it. Me and Stipes. He's fucking getting this. So we go down to reception. He's, he's staying in the room right opposite. We go down to reception. We've gone to the girl in reception. Nigel Spankman, lost my key. Come skeleton, skeleton key. Oh, yeah, no problem, sir. Boom, got a skeleton key. Gone back upstairs. Went down the corridor in our room. They were still fucking going at it. Spankman goes to his room about two o'clock in the morning. We give him half an hour. Goes into the fucking room. Door opens. Pitch black. Sit bed. We sit bed upside down against wall. He's on one side. I'm on the other side. We fucking smashed him against wall. I'm battering him from this fucking side. <laughs> Starbs is doing it from the other fucking side. <laughs> we fucking... Oh, you could hear... Ah, oh, fuck off, leave me alone. <laughs> fucking bang, bang. We're doing him proper. <laughs> Like Bob, fucking bed, let it drop. We ran out back into the room. We were like laughing like school kids in fucking room, like little kids. <laughs> you fucking got him. <laughs> we got morning after for breakfast. Fucking fucking walks in, fucking ribs. I don't know where, but I'll fucking find out. He <laughs> fucking stories there, laughing her bollocks off. And he looks at us and he went fucking like that, whatever, like. And then. He got the fucking job. <laughs> I've come back and he's got the fucking job. I? <laughs> so I've gone, mate. And I went into him. I said, how fast jump me to fucking find a club? He went, I don't. <laughs> Nicky Henry were injured. And he said, I don't. He said, Nicky's fucking injured for a while, so you're playing like. And so I, I played for a while and then got injured again. And he started like pushing me and pushing me out. So one day, I got a bit of an injury and, and I've had some training with Dennis We're up on training ground at Sheffield. That lads are running out pitch and I was pissed off with him. I thought, how can I piss him off? So I got a two and a half pound fucking iron weight, put some bandage around it, tied it around my cock and balls, bolt naked, went outside and started swinging off a fucking crossbar with a fucking weight coming off my cock and balls. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lads who went, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck 
fucking hell, my bones were fucking... It's still, still fucking stretched, isn't it? Fucking hell, <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, mate, I think oh. if you'd have gone out just bollock naked and hung off crossbar, it would have been, been enough. enough. No. <laughs> no, no, I said something. Oh, fucking hell, you're coming here, ain't you, hey, Paddy? I'm finding you a fucking tenant. <laughs> He find me send me to make a point, whatever. <laughs> and then he put me back in fucking team. I'm back in fucking team. Fuck me. And then we're playing home against somebody. It might be Norwich, someone like that. And I don't know if we won or lost. So it gets to fucking half time. And he's fucking dragged me off. And I've gone to him. I'm, I'm having, I was having a really good game. I went, fucking hell, what are you dragging me off for? I'm having a fucking great game. He went, you're going to fucking bury some. What do you mean I'm going to Bury? He said, you finished here now. If you want to go to Bury, go to Bury. He said, but they want you. He said, so if you want to go to Bury, fuck off to Bury. And that's how we finished. At half time? At half time, he took me off and fucking said, you're going to Bury, son. And I found out later, they had a scout called Cliff Summer, really sat in stands. He must have got the fucking nod at half time. Sin enough. Yeah, bump will have him. But that's when Stan and Sam were uh, in charge. Stan Turner. Stan Turner and Sam Ellis. But... Uh, so, going back two fucking years in Magaluf, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, with Sheffield United, we are with, with me, White and Vonky, right from leaving Sheffield to 36 hours later, on back of a 36-hour bender. We're walking down the road, on my way on, my shirt was undone, my fucking had my jeans on, and I was making fucking headway to the hotel, and I heard this, Gizmo! He's called me Gizmo, by the way, for obvious fucking reasons. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like, I've got I'm fucking, I had loads of film store named after me, Gizmo, fucking Gollum, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, precious. And all that, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, precious. <laughs> fucking bastards, honestly, weren't they? They were brutal, weren't they? <laughs> Fuck me. If you didn't have a pair of balls, you'd have fucking folded, wouldn't you? <laughs> so, fucking Gizmo. I've looked across and it's fucking Sam Ellis, Stan Turnant, fucking Greengrass, Terry Robinson, and one, and one, of, one of the directors. Come and have a fucking cup of coffee with your son. I said, Sam, I'm fucked. I need to get back to my room. I've got a big night again tonight. <laughs> Come here. So I sat down with him. He said, How are you doing? This is Stan Turnant. You know Greengrass and you know Fred Smith. So we had a crack light for half an hour. He went, Do you want a coffee? I went, Oh, I could do one. Thanks. Thanks, Sam. Brought me a coffee then. I went like that, I went, fucking hell, there was that much coffee and that much fucking whiskey in it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, it to me. I need to get back to my fucking room. Got on quite well, to be fair. And so I went, I've got to go see her. So I've gone there, another fucking under George down. Oi, skipper, fucking it's Howard, isn't it? Howard's there in his bar in Magaluf, like we always used to be. I mean, it, I think he was there 23, 24 years consecutive, that was <laughs> and, Come and have a fucking drink with me, son. Oh, Gaffer, I'm fucked. Let sit down. So I sat down at side and he went, yeah, I know you like these. So, and Howard were a connoisseur with cigars, as well as wine, as well as fucking anything, really. So you go, we about 10 minutes, and boy, we're full of ex-players and coaches and managers, and, and he had a massive big ball of punch on the side there. And I've gone to him, Gaffer, I need to fucking go. I'm fucked. He went, on you go, son, not a problem. So, a ball up. of punch, a, yes, a, a big fucking ball of alcoholic punch. <laughs> and anybody that anybody could just go down and go, it was that fucking big. Oh, it was awesome. And then, so I remember the day after, and he was always down every morning on the fucking dots, fresh as a daisy. 
And I pulled him on there. I said, Gaffer, I said, how the fuck do you do that all day and come down as fresh as a daisy? He says, son, I'll go home, no matter what state I'm in, and I have a freezing cold bath at night before I go to bed. I pints of water. I wake up morning after, fucking brand new. And I thought, it must take more than that. It must take fucking more than that. He was fucking either a professional fucking drinker or else he was telling the truth what he was doing, but he come down every morning. Fresh Fucking fresh to Daisy. You're unbelievable. You tried so, it. You tried it. Who, me? Yeah. No, I just, I just use fucking Voltrols, me. <laughs> <laughs> Anti-inflammatories, that was like it. Never had a fucking headache for years. I used to put a Voltrol on my pillow and half a pint of water, Voltrol, anti-inflam, boom, fucking gone. Fucked my stomach up, but I never had a fucking headache. <laughs> Fucking hey. Cold showers do do the job like. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah cold thick. Fuck freezing cold bath, 20 minutes. Pooh, brand new. But then apparently Stan and, and 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 I would spoke on that trip. And even though it were like 18 months later or whatever, <clears throat> um, I ended up at Berry. And I think Stan says in his book that with a deal we sort of done, you know. <laughs> over a label. Over over, over a bowl of punch. Over a bowl of punch <laughs> and 20 pints of lager, yeah. Was there anybody so, else in for you? Um, not at the time, no, not when I went to Berry. Um, that was Stan and yeah, met him, went down, agreed the deal. Um, yeah, fucking hell. I'm just trying to think how, what, how it went from there. Oh, that was it. It was, um, my first training session with Stan. <clears throat> did you, did you not nearly go to Burnley though before, uh, before Berry? Do we have to fucking mention it? <laughs> That's the last time you're coming in this fucking booze in Darwin. Fucking hell, you see enough of them on fucking Coronation Street, fucking Emmerdale or whatever it is for me. No, yeah, yeah, you're quite right, I still forgot about that. Inchy shot off down to Burnley, and Howard went to Everton on his third do, and Inchy just said to me, listen, how do you fancy coming down to Burnley? Now, for everybody who doesn't know, Burnley and Blackburn is... As big, it's not they're not the two biggest towns, but it, the rivalry is fucking brutal, and I mean it is. So I got this call. Bear in mind, when I was a kid, I went on, I went in Telegraph saying I never play for Burnley because I will never play for Burnley. I was 32, 33 year old. Inches took me down. He went, listen, Paddy. He said, I know circumstances, but I'm going to give you same. You know, at Sheffield United, same signing on fee for two years. Well, that sent me to 34, so I wanted 12 months off my pension. So I thought, I said, right, interested. I'll fucking do it. I just had my Achilles scraped out end of last season. So I went down like, I actually went down with some, with some pot on. I said to Inchie, I've had it done before, my other one. I'll be ready, first game of the season, 100% I'll be ready. He went, not a problem. So we agreed deal, took a picture of me with Burnley shirt on, thought out of it. Gets home, it's in Telegraph that night, me with Burnley shirt on. I got fucking hammered. Even mates were sending me death threats. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, you fucking idiot? Can't sign for them. What are you doing? Well, never touch you again. Put some fucking boards upon your windows because they're going through, you cunt. Make sure your letterbox is tied up we're going to put fucking fire bombs through it and all sorts. Getting it all. We're going to fucking burn your house down, you daft twat. I'm like, fuck me, it's only a game of football, that, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's how, that's, that is what it's like in Burnley and Blackburn. So I've gone, fuck yous, I'm going to have to fucking do it. I'll take it on the chin, whatever. I've got a fucking sign for them. I've got my family. It's my last fucking deal. I'm doing it. 
So my way of getting the Burnley fans on my side, because I know Burnley fans fucking hated me because I were a local lad. I was going to get out there in five minutes into the game, I was going to fucking smash somebody and get sent off. And that is the only way I could have got the Burnley fans remotely on my side. Yeah. So you had the, the, it plan, was, the plan was, that was the plan. ready to go? That was the plan, yeah. I thought that's the only way I can do it. Like, you know. And then I got a phone call from uh, from Chef United. Deal's fallen through. Inch has gone to fucking Everton. We're fucking outward. <laughs> Barry Kilby doesn't want you. There were no need for me fucking photos to win paper. No need no. to know about it. So it fell through and I've gone to Inch. Cheers, Inch, you cunt. I'm getting death <laughs> You're with fucking hell. We're giving it big fucking Kiranas like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I've gone back and yes, yeah, so that's when I went back to Sheffield. So that's the worst case scenario for you, really, isn't it? Everybody knowing that you were gonna sign for Burnley yeah. and you never did. Well, I get it now. You know, whatever I go. It's like that back pass I did for Bolts against all them quarterfinals at FA Cup. Yeah. I fucking get it now. Like, I'm, I'm right. giving you that one. I'm giving you a free ticket on that one. I don't mind it. <laughs> it's one of them things, isn't it? But yeah, it, you know, I still get it now, like, but uh so he, he went there and as I I went back to with to Blades, we had, we we Nigel started playing me for a bit and then and that's when, when Buddy come in, yeah. And um I signed for Stan. And we had a practice game my first fucking day there. And it were eleven against eleven, working on shape. A bit like Bruce did at Bolton morning afternoon, but it was never like Bruce did because all we did were fucking hit the corners. <laughs> whereas Bruce were like doing a little bit of this and that. So Dean Carley gets it, he throws it into the middle at pitch. And there's Lenny on one side of me, Nicodor's on the other side of me in the middle. Now, bearing in mind, they had two promotions with Stan and massive respect. What Stan achieved with no, no money were fucking unbelievable. And I had massive respect for him. I had massive respect for Sam as well. But I wanted to get it down and play a bit because I, I'd done my time at Bolton with Bruce. I'd done my time at we are with Sheffield. And I was that age and I wanted to get down and play a bit. I weren't that way inclined to just go fucking smashing it and chasing it. So I said to Lenny, Lenny, when it comes to you, get it down, give it to us. Lenny's gone, fucking no chance. If I do that, Gaffer's going to go mad at me. He said, I'm not doing it. Fucking hell, dozy, when it comes down, get no, I fuck. I said, when it comes down, it's going in corners and we're going. <laughs> so people like, you come here if you want, but we're fucking going. So, <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so fucking, uh, after about 10 minutes, it comes to me in the middle of the park and I've got my foot on it. I've knocked it sideways and Stan's gone, stop. I looked over at fucking Sam Ellis and Sam's got his head down like that. And I thought someone's coming here and Stan went, what are you doing? I said, fucking hell, boss. I said, I've got a fucking neck ache. I, I need to get it down and play a bit like, you know. He went, fucking get it down and play. Get it down and fucking play. Two fucking promotions, son. Get in fucking stands and what shall we fucking do it? He's put me in stands, 32-year-old. I've just signed a two-year deal. I'm thinking, what have I done? <laughs> what have I fucking done here? <laughs> And it made me see sat me in stands, it made me feel fucking that big. And listen, end of the day, he got his success out of it. And fair dues to him. We didn't see eye to eye, great deal after that, to be fair. So you had to sit in the stand and watch the last train? He sat me in stands and he made me watch him fucking play fucking tennis. And Warner come in, didn't he, after Yeah, Stan went to Burnley and, and did did a great job at Burnley and then uh, yeah, Knocker come in. Hey, it was fucking great. I mean, I'd heard stories about Neil from all every different people, you know, about what he does and how he works. And his record was fucking brilliant. And the, I, I've got massive, massive respect for what he achieved. And he come in first day and he's gone to us, now then, Paddy, I'm from Sheffield. My family at Blades. They think you're fucking great, lad. 
I'm thinking, why fucking play on here, like? And I tell her something. He said, uh, "I'll be Sheffield United manager soon." Well, he was like that with Kevin McCabe, weren't he? With Neil, they went from Scarborough days. So and Kevin McCabe with Chairman would have you, and I'm thinking, well, and I looked at his, I thought, fucking great record. That was nicest thing and the last thing he ever spoke to me. <laughs> 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 I never thought he spoke after that. Mate, <laughs> gaffer, great. And so he, he, went, he didn't play me. He took me to all the fucking country and didn't play me. I'm like, can I get a fucking game somewhere? He what? Nah, lad. <laughs> fucking whoever's playing at me, they're doing all right, aren't they? <laughs> I don't worry about it, but like, I'm getting more frustrated. I want to fucking play. And and the, the, the nail in the coffin, we're down at Norwich. He took me all the way down to fucking Norwich and promised me they were going to play me. And again, it's one of them scenarios where, in my opinion, managers take you everywhere to put a request in so you lose your signing on fee. There weren't that much money at club, but I got a decent sign. I would save money, by the way, at Berry as well at Sheffield United. So I've gone to him all the way down to Norwich. You say you're going to play me. You don't even put me on bench. So I, I got, no, I beg your point. He did put me on bench. I got changed, but I didn't sit on bench. I sat 30 yards down pitch against advertising boards on my own. I fucking detested the bloke. Detested him. And then, this is how I got out of it. Naughty, but I thought, fuck it, I'm going to do it. We had a supporters meeting in club this night and it, it was one of the clubs that, to be fair to Neil, it didn't work for him. For whatever reason, it didn't work for him. But we're in club one night and questions are going in and I, me and David Lee were at the back and I popped up from the back. Is there any chance you'll ever think about playing football and, and playing Mike Patterson and put me fucking head there? Like that? <laughs> Who the fucking hell said that? And he fucking clocked me, didn't he? So, like, straight away, I've, I've sort of put him down, if you will. It fucking worked. Got in training the day after, fucking Greengrass pulled me and he went, right, how much do you want? You're fucking going. Neil wants rid of you. So, I sat in with Neil, to be fair. I went, Greengrass. <laughs> I think it was 40 grand, something like that. Not 80 grand. What were it? It was 800 pound a week for 12 months. That's what it worked out at. And so that was my settlement. So that was why I said, right, you can fuck off. I don't want you. Go and sit fucking green grass and get it signed up and done. So I went in to see green grass and he went to me, how much? I said, 40 grand. And he went, I could have said 50 or 60 to fucking sign it away. I said, 40 grand. Right. That's you done then. Go on and leave. Fuck me. And then fucking Warnock, just to get his own back, he sent me down fucking South End again, didn't he? That's <laughs> what. <laughs> he fucking pulled on. Alvin Martin wants you. South End. So I've got on phone to Alvin, agreed everything, put phone down. By the time I got to South End, he got sacked and fucking Alan Little were fucking in charge. <laughs> it all changed. But I played down that, with it? Played down there for, I don't know, maybe about five or six games. And then I got a bit of patella tendonitis. And I came back home, drove back home this this one day, and I, I fell an hour with it then. I was 34. I was fucking sick of it. I got bored with it with, with Stan and, and fucking Neil. Um, and I just went, fuck it, I've had enough. So I patella tendonitis. I went to my specialist, Banksy, at Beaumont in Bolton. He looked at it. I said, can you get me any fucking insurance if I jack it in? Like, he said, well, you've done your mileage. He said, they might have a chance that it's going to heal up in a few months. I said, but I've had enough. He went, right. So he wrote me off. I got my insurance. And uh, and that were it. Finished playing pro football. Job done. The job done. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen years. 
You're ready, like, ready to finish. I've had enough, yeah. yeah. I've had enough. Uh, the, the, the thing is, I've never been on a Sunday session with lads in my life because I wasn't allowed to because of football and I got married early. But then me and my missus, we aren't quite split up. But then I went playing on Sundays for lads down at local league. Sunday sessions, fucking brilliant. Absolutely <laughs> awesome. Best session I've got in my fucking life. I even got to a point where I did 23 pints in a fucking day. <laughs> Comes on his train. I went bankrupt. Got a fucking divorced, fucking all sorts went to something. But that was that was sort of from finishing playing for ten years, I had a proper roller coaster ride. Like yeah, it were You struggle finishing? Uh no, I didn't I didn't struggle finishing, I didn't miss it because I, I carried on. My intentions were to to go and uh, do my air licenses and, and be a coach. And that's what I wanted to do. But then I started playing after about six months, as Banksy said, my patella tendon eyes cleared up. So I could get around pitch or eight, so I playing part-time football, uh, semi-pro, have you. But at the same time, I were um, doing my, you know, uh, doing my badges. And then after about 12 months finishing, when I finished playing football, I said to my missus, the stupidest thing I ever said. As I said, we, we were like that anyway, but I said to her when I finished playing, I came on that day and I said to her, you're not going to see me for six months now because I'm going to out with lads I've catch up with my mates from way back back in Darwin. So I'm going to go out on piss for the next six months. And I said that to her. And I look back on it and I think, fuck me, six months became 12 months. 12 months became divorce, you know what I mean? Mm. And, but that Sunday football with lads and the crack and the catching up were fucking awesome. We used to go in Alec, play for Alec on a Sunday down Pleasanton, back to fucking dog shit city where I started at Blackburn, <laughs> playing down there, back into Alec, half 12, bang. Fucking half 12 Sunday night, fucking bang. <laughs> fucking lost everything. Yeah. I had a couple of houses, I had a lovely house, lost fucking everything, yeah. And it, it, listen, don't get me wrong, I went to a place at one point, a mate of mine called Ashley Reese, he, he pulled me out of shit. He gave me a job and he had, he had like a, a, a flat at the top of Darwin. He said, listen, look after the top flat, his shop were underneath. He said, come and work with me, give me a few bob a week for working with him, labouring. He used to work a lot over in Cheshire, so the big jobs. Give me a few bob uh, and look after it flat for me. Well, I used to come home every night fucking that pissed. I couldn't look after this flat at all again into the fucking door, to be honest with you. That's how, that's how it went, like, you know. We used to get back from, from like, over there at half three and we just used to get fucking pissed. And it went on for a while. And then... I remember one night I got home and I woke up one morning. I, got, I, was, I was pissed. I got him one night and I, I fucking sat on the edge of the bath. And my dad died at the same time as I finished playing. Um, I was playing golf at Worsley. Long story short, playing golf at Worsley. Worsley, I split with missus, went to my car, I got my phone out, 17 missed calls. My missus on the phone, she's gone, your dad's had a heart attack. My dad's working now, we are with my brother in building trade. But wagon driver all his life, but then works a bit part-time when I was shown. So I've gone, fucking hell, right, so I've hit the car, mum, straight down the motorway, back home, he's in Bolton, hospital in Bolton, so I'm heading towards Bolton, phone goes again, it's my missus, she's gone, my ex-missus, Lindsay, she's gone, Mark, I went, what, he's dead, hey, what do you mean, he's, he's dead, your dad's died, so I'm driving out the motorway now, I'm fucking tears pouring out of my face, people driving past must have been thinking, fucking hell, what's wrong with him, I get to Bolton Hospital, and my brother comes out, with Sean, he's gone to us, he's fucking gone, Mark, so we had a little bit of a nugget one. I went in to see him and he's flat out on the table. But we're peaceful, you know what I mean? So it made it a bit worse. I went a bit worse after that. And um, 
I was gambling, started gambling. Not stupid, I didn't have the money to gamble that big, but little bits of gambling, a couple of grand online gambling and what have you. And he got to a stage in 2006 or seven. I'd just come back off my holidays. Um, by now, I'm in debt. And a credit card company just still give me fucking money. And I'm thinking, fuck it, I'll keep going and keep going. Thought I'm invincible. And I'd been out to Spain with my girlfriend at the time. And I would just in speed bank, taking some money out of the bank, what bit I had in. And then I looked to my right-hand side and it, billboards, ex-Rovers player, fucking bankrupt, Patterson. Fucking billboards in the middle of my hometown. Now, I went bankrupt about three weeks before that. Nobody knew it because I went down to the courts and did it myself because I was fucked, I was skinned. And I'm thinking, fuck me. So I'm looking around me and I felt eyes in the back of my neck and I turned around and there's this hairdressers and I knew some of the girls who worked there and they're like, you know, fucking hell, what's going on? I've gone like, well, do you want me to fucking do? Like, so I sort of, that was the lowest point after playing. So you get divorced, you go fucking bankrupt and what have you. But then, because of my character, I fucking picked myself up. I remember sat on the side of the bath one night, as I was saying before, and I talked to my dad. I went, fucking hell, dad. <sighs> it's not fucking good, this, blah, blah, blah. I never got to that point once in my life where I thought of doing anything stupid. I was just down. And I could sympathise with people who were getting into that situation. A lot of footballers get there nowadays, even footballers who have been earning millions. And you've got to have character to get out of it. And I had character. I went working for my mate who pulled me out shit. I went, sit up on my own. I'd done my landscaping. And at the end of the day, you've just got to have that fucking belief and you've got to, to get out of it. And that's what happened. So I don't regret anything in my career whatsoever. Whatever I've done has been fucking amazing. Good times, bad times come with it. 2021 now, I'm married. I've got two great kids. I've got a great stepdaughter. I've got a lovely wife. I've got a great little business going. My back's fucked, but hey-oh. You know I mean? <laughs> so no, it's been, it, it's been a roller coaster, but it's been fucking worth it. Mm. You're happy now, though, yeah? Absolutely, mate. I, yeah, absolutely. You look, look back on look back on it with fond memories, like yeah. everything we've spoke about today. Like. Oh, yeah. Oh, great memories. And there's, there's lots there that I've missed out. I mean, there's things you forget. It took my mate Kev, by the way, Kev I mean, Kev wrote his own book many years ago and I got to know Kev through a couple of friends of mine and I said, we sat down there one day and he said, why don't you do a book? I'll do it for you. I've wrote a book and he gave me his book to read. It's called, some, I can't remember what it's called now, but it was intriguing read. It was about a lad coming up in Charlie, um, football stories and stories and other things as well, which were a bit dark. I thought, fucking hell. Anyway, so it took him six years to, to do this book. Um, we've got around it all. There's lots of things in there that we've not talked about today. I've done the book, so I can look back on it a few years. You know, when you sat in a, in a nursing home pissing yourself and someone says to you, Yeah, hey, that's you, you nothing bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, ugly bastard, man. When is it out? It's coming out end of this month. Um, it's been published by Vertical Editions, a Sheffield company. They did Paddy, Paddy's book. Yeah. Um, great lads and you know I've got to say great thanks to to Danny Hall and and Kevin Wife for doing it for us it's been a great experience it has good luck with it yeah, man good yeah. luck like I say if it sells it sells if it doesn't I've so much to look at when I'm out <laughs> <laughs> and fucking cracking <laughs> quality no, yeah, best yeah, thank you very much for coming on buddy yeah really Enjoy appreciate that. it thank you appreciate it
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.